Hello, welcome to the Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie-related news, including movies premiering this week, box office numbers, DVD, Blu-ray streaming releases, and any noteworthy developments in the movie world. It's December 8th, 2017. I'm Michael, and with me is Shannon. Hi. So how are the box office numbers this weekend? In first place is Coco, with $27.5 million in its second week. That's not bad, right? No, that Total pretty good. Total $110 Yep. Okay, Justice League is in second place with sixteen and a half million. That's a total gross of one hundred and ninety-seven million. Wonder is in third place with twelve million. Third weekend total of eighty-seven million, which seems pretty good for that movie. Thor Ragnarok is in fourth place with almost ten million. Daddy's Home Two seven and a half million total of eighty-two million. That's in its fourth week. So. Our one through five actually stayed exactly the same from last weekend. Huh. Yeah, no, none of the new movies. They didn't crack the top five. No. Okay. I guess all the bigger hits came out, like, around Thanksgiving. Yep. What's opening this weekend? The movie we've all been waiting for, Just Getting Started. <laughs> Just Getting Started is an action comedy in the vein of Midnight Run about an ex-FBI agent, Tommy B. Jones, and an ex-mob lawyer in the Witness Protection Program, Morgan Freeman, having to put aside their petty rivalry on the golf course to fend off a mob hit. Yeah, this looks really pretty bad, pretty cheesy. Uh-oh, and Tomato Meter is not available. Oh, uh, That yeah. does not bode well. Uh, this is directed by Ron Shelton, who did Bull Durham and Tin Cup. Yeah, I don't know. It just looks real corny. One you might want to skip, but I don't know. Maybe it's your thing. Also, The Disaster Artist goes wide this weekend. That's the movie we talked about it a week or two ago. It was last week. It was yeah, just last week? It okay. Came out in limited release. Yeah, the movie about uh, Tommy Wiseau and his disastrous movie the room since then it. i yeah we since then i watched it week. did you finish it i did <laughs> um it really lived up to the expectations it did it was truly awful i don't know i mean it was it was it did make me laugh sometimes how bad it was but most of the time it was just just awful but I actually really want to see The Disaster Artist because this looks fu- really funny. It does look funny. And it's got 94% tomato meter. Yep, that's on, good. 179 reviews, 169 fresh, 10 rotten. 97% of users want to see it out of 8,000. So, yeah. Yeah, it looks good. Definitely we'll have to try and... I was listening to a uh, an interview with James Franco today, and uh, he said he asked Tommy Wiseau how he liked it, and he said something like it was it was ninety nine percent good, and he was like, oh, what didn't you like? He thought maybe he got something wrong, you know, about something that actually happened, but no, he was like, oh, the lighting at the beginning, you should you should <laughs> talk to your cinematographer. Oh well. <laughs> But apparently he was wearing his sunglasses the whole time he watched the movie, so I don't even know. He's a weird guy. Yeah, there's something something off about that guy, for sure. But maybe it's all an act. No, I don't think so. (laughs) If only. Alright, also out in limited release this week, I, Tanya. uh, That's about Tanya Harding. 
Yeah, this looks really good, actually. I watched the trailer and I want to see this. Like, it, it looks funny, but serious, too, and, and just, yeah, hilarious. Uh, Margot Robbie plays Tanya Harding, and she, she looks really kind of deranged and great. Uh, I want to see it. Yeah, it looks good. I think... Allison Janney, too. She's so good. good uh, oh, yeah? Let Allison me see. Janney from The West Wing. And lots of other things. Um, oh, 89% tomato meter right now. Also, Hollow in the Land. Um, this is about a woman with a troubled past who sets out to find her missing brother. I don't know too much about that one. November Criminals. A teenager takes on his own investigation of a murder in Washington, D.C. Yeah, I watched this one. It looked like it could be kind of good, but it struck me like, how long has Chloe Grace Moretz been playing high school kids? It seems far too long. It seems like she must have, uh, if she if she was really took this long now? to get through high school. Um, I think she's only like 20 maybe, but I don't know. It feels like she's been playing high school kids for a long time. But maybe she was playing them before she was actually even in high school. Possibly. Any news this week? The Amazon Prime app for Apple TV has finally been released this week on Wednesday in the U.S. and a few other markets. Yeah, I know it came to the U.K. at least. I think maybe Canada too. Uh, I'll probably be rolling out to everyone else soon. Yeah, it's exciting to if you have an Apple TV. If you don't, then it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> But if you have an Apple TV, it was pretty much the last thing missing from it. The only reason you have to airplay or switch over to your other device. Irritating. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they just made it before the end of the year, as they promised. This week, Deadline reported that Quentin Tarantino has come up with an idea for a Star Trek movie, which he has shared with J.J. Abrams. They plan to assemble a writer's room of scribes who will hear Tarantino's take and begin to put together a movie. If it all works out, Tarantino might direct it with Abrams producing. And then I heard there was even more news that it's definitely going to have an R rating. He's already put that in the deal. This just sounds so weird. It sounds like kind of unbelievable. I can't even imagine a Tarantino Star Trek movie. Like, Yeah, it kind of sounds like a joke. I mean, that... It does. He has such a distinctive like writing of dialogue and stuff. Like, w w Could he even write Star Trek? I, I don't... Well, I guess he wouldn't be writing it alone, but it sounds know, like... No, we'll see. Yeah, it does sound like a joke, but I don't know. If it's a joke, they're taking it pretty far. According to Mashable, Disney has directed theaters running Coco, Pixar's latest, to remove the deeply unpopular 22-minute Frozen short that plays in front of each screening. The removal goes into effect today. Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand why it's so unpopular besides its length. I think it's mostly the length. I think that's the main problem. I mean, it's a kid's movie and it's hard to get kids to sit still just for the length of a movie. Adding 22 minutes is a little... Yeah, but I I mean, I saw a lot of comments about how awful it was and... and yeah, that too. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, it's, it's fine. It's... It had a stark difference from the movie. Like, it, I don't know. What? Too, too comedic? Yeah, I guess. Just a such a different world i mean it's just i don't know I, I think i think it's i really do think it's mostly the length though because when you add 20 minutes of trailers the movie you came to see doesn't start for over 40 minutes i mean that's that's a long time yeah i, th I thought it seemed really long and then i saw that it was originally supposed to be a special on abc or something yeah so i don't know why they switched yeah. it i mean it's also not a pixar it was it's a disney right right 
So I guess, like I mean, it's really unusual. The, people are complaining about as well. So I don't know. Um, yeah, that's all. But you know, now they're removing it. I guess I haven't heard that they're replacing it with any other short or anything. So yeah, and I also saw that Disney said that it was always supposed to be a limited run. Oh, sure, that's what they say now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Brian Singer has been fired from the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. The decision reflected a growing clash between Singer and actor Rami Malek and was caused by Singer's being missing from the set, necessitating the December 1st production shutdown of the film in which Malek stars as Freddie Mercury, frontman of the rock group Queen. Oh yeah, director got fired. It sounds like he was not being very professional, just not showing up to set and stuff. Yeah, when I saw that he got fired, I assumed it was another one of these scandals. Oh, yeah, I, feel I like, did too, I did too. I feel like first. I've seen, heard things about him as well. Oh, really? No, I hadn't heard so, anything. I just, it's just, you know, been every male thing has been that lately. Yeah, but at least at this point, it, they're saying it's some sort of creative differences or... Has he had problems before for not showing up or acting unprofessional? Because it sounded like, and the article said something about like when they hired him, they gave him a stern warning that if he didn't show up, they would fire, like he'd be fired. And I was like, oh, did he, does he have a reputation for? I'm not sure. Hmm. Oh, well, uh, hopefully they uh, find someone better. I'd be interested in a movie about Queen. Netflix will premiere Black Mirror season four on December 29th, 2017. This was revealed in the uh, latest trailer. Yeah, um, yeah. just thought this would be uh, notable for anybody who really liked that, that series. It's pretty good. Bloomberg reports that the folks at Netflix are experimenting with choose-your-own-adventure-style shows that will bring a level of interactivity to viewing audiences. Netflix had originally been developing these shows for kids and young teens, but they've recently made the decision to target adults as well. I thought, I think this is kind of cool. I mean, I don't know, fun. We haven't tried any of these, right? No, no. It it, it took there's a while only, before... that said there are only like two of them or something on there right now. I think maybe, maybe our son has. Um, I remember him saying something about it. Puss in Boots, is it? Was that one of them? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to check with him, but um, I don't know. Kind of silly, but I don't know. Kind of fun. Yep. And somewhat similarly, John Badham's 1983 film War Games is getting a 21st century reboot courtesy of MGM and entertainment company Ego. The interactive television series will be titled Hashtag War Games and is created by video game designer Sam Barlow, who's best known for his work on the Silent Hill franchise. The series will be similar to Steven Soderbergh's HBO's Mosaic, in which viewers are able to shape the story by choosing which direction the narrative takes. The War Games series is set for a 2018 release. So I hadn't heard about Mosaic, but I guess, did you hear about it? I heard something about it. I think that it wasn't good. I think that's all I heard. I'm not sure. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, plot-wise, it wasn't good? Yeah? I don't know. So it sounds like it's an app where you can go and you can choose which direction the uh, the plot will go or which, uh, threads you want to follow. And I guess depending on what you choose, the outcome maybe is different. And then I think HBO, I don't think it's premiered yet, but then they're going to do a more linear narrative miniseries on HBO, I think in January. So I don't know if it's going to be the same thing for this 
where first it's an app and you can choose what you want to see and then there will be a uh, a regular show afterwards huh i don't know i'm a little skeptical of this i i war games is such a good movie like i don't i'm a little nervous if they're messing with it so much you know what i mean but i guess we'll see yep. variety reports universal cable productions is developing a series based on kurt vonnegut's novel slaughterhouse five the adaptation will be written and executive produced by happy showrunner patrick mcmanus who has signed an overall deal with the studio i don't know just sounds good i i know a lot of people love that book i always meant to read it but I didn't yeah get i don't think i ever read it and happy. I was wondering if it is it something that lends itself to a series. Well, yeah, I was reading that, and he said that stuff in the book hinted at a larger world that he could explore, but keep Vonnegut's original tone. So it's you know, it might it might go way off from the book, but we'll have to see if it's any good. And I think where is and is this being developed for a specific network? Not yet. I don't know. Okay. No, not yet. They're going to shop it around. But uh, this show, Happy, that they referenced, I mean, that's just coming out now. So I don't, we don't know if that's even any good. I think it's on sci-fi. Edgar Wright, this week in an interview, says that the deal for Baby Driver 2 is being hammered out now. I thought it was interesting that they're considering a sequel. I know Kevin Spacey had at least some sort of role in that movie. Um, so I don't know if, I mean... I don't even know, maybe he doesn't make it out of the movie, but there's no, uh, he didn't really address whether or not Kevin Spacey would be back. He did say, you know, he didn't know anything, he didn't see anything about Kevin Spacey's behavior on the set of that movie, and that's the only interaction he ever really had. So, I would guess Kevin Spacey won't be back, even if his character survives. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I, I didn't see this, the first one, so I don't... I know you had no interest in seeing it. The trailer did not spark any feelings of anything in me, like won't, any desire to see it. So, but yeah, but it, it, really, it, it did really get good reviews. Yeah, it. yeah, I'm probably wrong, and I should give it a chance. Now it's time to take a sponsor break. Oh, hi, Mark. Leave your stupid comments in your pocket. The Disaster Artist, in theaters now. Go see it. That's a promise. So there's a lot of new stuff that came to streaming services this week. Uh, the Netflix stuff I had gotten the jump on because they released that information, but there's a lot of stuff that wasn't from the other ones. So here we go. Two new Netflix originals this week, El Camino Christmas and The Crown Season 2. I've heard good things about The Crown. Also coming to Netflix, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Trolls Holiday Special, Top Gear, Many Seasons. Yeah, I know a lot of people are big fans of that show. So, um, New to Amazon this week, Class Season 1, The Royals Season 3, Stronger, The Grand Tour, that's an Amazon original, uh, and it's Season 2 of that show. Crank 2, High Voltage, Triple Nine, Super Size Me, Rocky, Total Recall, Point Break, and Gleaming the Cube. Yeah, I think The Grand Tour is... I think some of the hosts from Top Gear got fired, and then they went to the Grand Tour. Oh, yes, I remember hearing that now. And I think I think Top Gear has had multiple iterations of different hosts, but I guess those guys were on it for a while. I don't okay, so these are fired. So they're yeah, <laughs> kind of competing with themselves. Coming to HBO, Deepwater Horizon. 
Tremors 1, 2, and 3, Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian, Gran Torino, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Gone in 60 Seconds, Elizabeth, All the President's Men, The Exorcist, Daredevil, I assume that's the Ben Affleck Mm -hmm. Daredevil, Yeah. TMNT, I assume that's the animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think so. Freddy Claus, I assume that's Santa Claus's brother. I don't know. American Splendor, Pitch Black. Yeah, American Splendor was a good movie. You should watch that. Stars got Ghost World, Thing, Hook, and Lars and the Real Girl. I liked that. Yeah, I really liked Lars and the Real Girl. Yeah, it was good. On Hulu, Superbad, Columbus, The Rules of Attraction, Copland, Sweet Home Alabama, Mississippi Burning, Searching for Bobby Fischer, and Presumed Innocent. Cinemax got Goodwill Hunting, The Deer Hunter, Strange Days, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Shakespeare in Love, and I Heart Huckabees. I really liked Strange Days, but I wonder if it holds up. I don't know if I ever saw that. It's an old sci-fi movie where uh, people can record their, not just like what they see, but what they feel, everything. And then other people can watch it and feel it and everything. It's uh, it was kind of cool. On FX, Ted 2, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Spider-Man 3, Despicable Me 2, Furious 7, Hotel Transylvania 2012, Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs 2, Super 8, We Bought a Zoo, The Croods, The Wolverine. I liked Super 8. Showtime got The Pianist, Urban Legend, Kramer vs. Kramer, In the Bedroom. In the Bedroom was good, but... Very depressing. New to DVD and Blu-ray releases, Despicable Me 3, American Assassin, Better Watch Out, Crash Pad, Fargo Season 3, The Simpsons Season 18, and Twin Peaks. That's the new season. The new season. Yeah, Season 3, I think. Um, And leaving streaming services soon. So I went through the end of this month. So if you want to watch these, you can get them now, or maybe they'll just be coming back to a different streaming service. There's no way of knowing. Um, Netflix is losing America's Funniest Home Videos, uh, many different iterations of it. Amores Peros and Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Leaving HBO, The Accountant, All the President's Men, American Gigolo, the 1966 Batman, Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker, Batman the Killing Joke, Bend It Like Beckham, The Blair Witch Project, The Bodyguard, The Dark Knight, Dr. Seuss's Horton Hears a Who, Horton Here, Dr. Seuss's Horton Hears a Who, Driving Miss Daisy, Her, Highlander, Insomnia, Jason Bourne, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Leatherheads, Mimic, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, Mission Impossible 2, The Muppets Christmas Carol, Mr. Deeds, Necessary Roughness, Phone Booth, Speed, Watchmen, Witches of Eastwick, and The Women. That's a lot. So last week we put a poll on Twitter, and the question was, what Star Wars movie would you recommend to someone who has never seen a Star Wars? So 12% went with Rogue One, 18% went with Episode One: Phantom Menace, that's surprising, 67% no surprise, Episode 4, A New Hope, and 3% with Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Hmm. So wait, why is, why is that surprising? Episode 1? Mm-hmm. Because people don't like the prequels because they're not good. But I mean, that's only 18%. Yeah, but that's still larger than I would have expected. I would have expected it at 3% or less. People like the prequels, but 
I mean... Nobody likes the prequels. Even if they don't like the prequels and they're going to still watch all the movies, then... Yeah, but if somebody's never four, seen the movies, not one of them, that might turn them off completely if they don't like it. I, I, I can't understand that choice. Any of the other three I could see the argument for, but that's the one I'm... I can't believe it's even at 18%. Because no, no way. I can't believe that Rogue One would be at 12%. I mean, that... It makes no sense. To it makes total. It makes total sense. Why wouldn't you start there? Because that that movie only works when you know Episode Four, when you know about the Death Star, when you know about all these things. I, I disagree completely. I think it works totally on its own. All those characters aren't in anything else. You you meet them, and they're such good characters that in you know the movie works just fine on its own. But what about? robot grand moff tarkin isn't that confusing <laughs> i i think some people if they don't know about it might not notice him being a ro being animated uh princess leia on the other hand is quite obvious and weird but she only has the one line so um, i don't know so they kept him in the episode, dark episode one or episode four makes sense uh, yeah, episode four makes that. sense, but it's also was filmed almost 40 years ago now or 40 years ago, right? It's the the effects aren't so good, you know what I mean? Like for someone who's never seen one at all. But they fixed all the effects that didn't work that well in the special editions. No, it, it they made it worse, I think. No. You you have Han Solo walking on top of Jabba the Hutt's tail and stuff like that. It they made it worse. The special editions, no. That was an ingenious way of getting around <laughs> the fact that Han Solo walked around the actor who right. was originally I know, there. I know that. Right. But you have to know that. You have to be a Star Wars nerd to know that. And uh, somebody who's never seen a movie is obviously not a Star Wars nerd. But it's also funny because he steps on Jabba the Hutt's tail. It's not Jabba funny. Makes it a just funny, funny noise. It's, it's not funny. It's just weird. It's just like, what just happened? To... No, I think it would totally be confusing to somebody who didn't know that that was because they had an, a human actor playing him first. I don't know. I think Rogue One makes a lot of sense. I think A New Hope makes a lot of sense too, obviously. But Rogue One is kind of tighter and more action-packed and has really good special effects for people. I, it's grown on me as I've watched it. Really? Last weekend, I, Did you I not like it, it when you first saw it? I don't know. It didn't do that much for me hmm. when we first saw it. I, I didn't know that. Oh, I thought it was really good. Like, really good. I was surprised at how good it was. So those are the results out of 33 votes. Okay. So this week we have a new poll on Twitter, and this poll is watching a bad movie is... Fun boring or agonizing this ties in with the disaster artists in the room so go ahead and vote and we will talk about the results next week and that's our show if you have any feedback you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com our facebook page is Daily's show our twitter account is Daily's show pod our website is dailyshow.com hope you enjoyed the show and talk to you next time see ya